Take two, and we are live here, Bull. Barring a complete, complete, utter catastrophic countdown, man. The Cleveland Browns are about to beat the Baltimore Ravens in a defensive struggle. 13-3 the score at the moment. The Browns have the ball. Should run it out here in Deshaun Watson's home debut. G. Bush will join us here momentarily. But what a day, Bull. And I'm going to give you the chance yeah. before G. hops on. To go over what's going on in the group chat right now. All right, here we go. Everybody's everybody's loading in with us now. Browns um, looking good. Game's not over because there's been a thousand, a lot of taking the points that that didn't actually take the points. Uh, 13-3 Browns. I think the offense has played much better today, even though they're still a long way to go at 13. You know, 13 points is not enough. That's not getting it done. Um, but I think, you know, and I expected Deshaun Watson to have a magnificent game. He didn't have a magnificent game, uh, but he played, he continues to play better each week. And then when the Browns had the lead, they ran the ball with Nick Chubb a ton. He couldn't get much going early, Mike. And then he got going in the fourth quarter. That's what the Browns do. He just went over 20 carries. So people can continue with, with that bogus stat. Uh, but but Nick Chubb uh, needs one yard for for a thousand uh, for a thousand for a hundred yards. 100. Browns taking a knee, I believe now, and I think they'll be able to run out the clock. So thirteen three, your final. It's the not Browns over yet. Don't say final yet. You never know. Somebody can fumble. Some weird things can happen. What up, G Bush? What up? <laughs> but it looks like the Browns are going to win thirteen to three. Uh, G Bush, uh, a minor member. Of the Take the Points Patrol. I know Jake Crawford is the leader of the Take the Points Patrol. Man, G. listen. Bush was, man. was on board on the Take the Points Patrol. Uh, but but listen, I, I'm also the king of knee-jerk reactions. So, oh, yeah, you know, man. I'll flip in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't taking no points no more. Listen, hey, listen. I think I think I saw this the ball a second ago. Each situation is a situation I'm, by situation. Of course, Mike. Thing. I'm just I, I gotta take no, this no, opportunity to bust Jay's balls about G, it, don't G, I? Just said he's the knee jerk reaction king. I'm yeah. just saying. I I think yeah. we gotta look at this as a situation <laughs> by situation basis. I thought Stefanski made the right call on all of them today. To his credit, I, I actually I, agree I with too. every decision he made on fourth down, whether to go for it. And or uh, no, I don't agree. I I I had no problem in the first. Actually, I actually had no problem kicking those first two field goals. I thought the the first field goal that York missed at thirteen three. I, I didn't understand kicking the field goal there. Jason said it, in the text it was fourth and three, really. So, four, but so what? You're only you're up ten. You're, it's still only a one one score game. I mean, still a two score game either way. So I I was surprised that he went for it. But who cares? By the way, for those who say, oh, all these great coaches. Uh, Harbaugh had a terrible day. Terrible. Horrible. He terrible. made a lot of mistakes. They weren't prepared. Even that last fourth down they went to went for, uh, they they snapped it at the last second. They weren't prepared. They should have ran the ball basically every play. Every play. And every they, they tried play. to throw too much. I don't know how many times you know for them, uh, they threw it thirty times. I know in the fourth quarter they had you know down ten. It's up, but still, I thought. You know, J.K. Dobbins look phenomenal. Dobbins and Edwards combined 20 carries for 180 yards. So I don't know why they went away from those guys. They were averaging over eight yards a carry between them. The Browns sometimes fool people into doing exactly what they don't want to do. Like, they'd be like, yeah, we can't stop them, but they, we'll see if they got the, the heart and integrity to keep running it. And they ain't have it, man. I, I, yeah. I thought right, right with Bull, they should have been running the rock all the time. Yeah. Um, and you look up. And you, the Browns get a 13-3 win. I mean, it was an ugly game. Nothing much to write home about, but 
this is what it is in the AFC North. You know what it is, man, especially when you got running teams and, and you got bad weather. But uh, I thought I thought uh, Harbaugh did a terrible job today. This is this is one of the games that really tests how much you love football. Like, it was hideous. It was ugly. If you sat through and watched that, you watched a lot of bad mm. offensive performances. But at the end of the day, a dub's a dub. And the Browns are now sitting here. Mike, we got a super chat. I think we I'm have to read, announce I'm going to read it in a sec. Let's go. I, I, I got it up there. I'm I like the fact that Bull's on a super chat. That's what I'm talking about, Bull. That's the way to be on the chats today. He's fired and the, up. the only reason Bull wants to get to it immediately because it's about Jay and kicking field goals. I understand. So, you know, we're going to read hey, this real quick hey, before hey, we answer hey, the next super chat. But always Ball in seven says, but Jay wants to kick a 65-yard field goal against Cincy. LL, love y'all. We love you too. This is from James Boone. By the Boston way, what's, what's more likely right now Okay. That Cade York kicks a 68-yard field goal or Cade York is cut before the end of next season? More likely. Hey, uh, hey, next hey, season? Next season? For the end of next season. More likely. Uh, he's taking a victory lap right now. Jay's getting killed. He's getting destroyed. Yeah. Jay, listen. We will, listen, Cade York was the bad of today. We'll talk about the bad at the end of the show. There's a lot of okay. good to talk about. Yeah, let's get to it. From this. Uh, I well, let me ask with- G this. Let me ask G this. G, because you weren't here. I, I said, listen. I think we all expected Watson to have his best game. He did. He didn't play great today. I'm not going to say he played right. great, but it was the least amount of mistakes. There was no turnovers. There weren't really many times. There weren't really any times that I could think of where I'm like, oh, he missed that guy. Maybe he did, right. but I didn't notice it. The numbers weren't like, if you just look at the numbers, you're like, eh, it was okay. But I thought it was once again, another positive step forward. I thought he'd be even better. I thought the numbers would be bigger, but I thought it was another positive step. I, I would give him a solid B for this performance. I, I would too. And by the way, I, I commend him. He showed me a lot because I was out there. Trust me, I was out there doing the pregame show at twelve o'clock mm. to four thirty. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you what, I had to go around the corner and find some of the bootleg vendors and be like, "Listen, I need a hat. Is cute. Give me the the toboggan hat to put on top <laughs> with the ball up top. I had a scarf. I had to. My wife got home. She said, "Bro, she said, what was you doing?" I said, "Man, I had to get a whole new wardrobe." <laughs> I'm Gee, sorry. you need to get one of those. You know that we've seen these guys wearing those giant hats. Some yeah, of play. The, big, the, the big hat company. I, I oh, feel yeah. like we you need to get one yeah. of those for. I needed this ski mask and everything, bro. <laughs> like it was crazy cold. Yeah. That wind was hitting off the wind. Mm. I said, "Look, Deshaun Watson might not have it today. I know he's from Charlotte and Atlanta. I don't know if he got it." Um, and I was surprised he came out no sleeves and he came out. And he played like a cold water, a cold uh, weather quarterback. I thought that was, it showed that like, yo, he's not like a softy. He played like you need to play in the cold weather. No turnovers. Yep. You just get the ball to the guys you need to. Nick Chubb ended it over what a hundred yards. And and I was so I was impressed by this one thing, boo. Like you said, there was very few plays where I felt he didn't have the cadence. He didn't have he, – it didn't look like he was confused by what they was doing. And yeah. the throws he had to make, moving and throwing them, he hit all of them. And I said, listen, I'll take that late in the season for a third yeah. start. I did think that he yeah. he showed progression. I'll give him a B as well. We Guys, how about that throw? we got to read real quick. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Hold on. This go is ahead, from uh, Set Apart Last. Have y'all seen enough of York yet? And this no. is P. Rostein 216. Cut the kicker ASAP. Good teams win. Complimentary football is how you win in December. As much as I'm busting Jay's balls about kicking, I'm not cutting Cade York. No. He's no. I, I, listen. I got to give him another year. He's got a big leg. Now he hasn't been good. The bottom line is he hasn't been good this year, and we got, he's been nothing to write home over since since week one. But it, clearly, there's talent there. I think he needs better. Whatever he needs some help. 
Uh, I'm giving him. I'm giving him till next year. But yeah, if this is happening again next year, I'm kicking his ass out out the curb. But not right now. Before we and, get to anything else, yeah. Let, let's go to Watson, then we'll go to defense, then we'll go to special teams, and we'll circle yeah. back. Mike, so, before I forget on Watson. Yes. Okay. And then I how got about because G said big throw. How about that throw he made, like right between the hands of the defensive player? Like we've the, never on, seen on the a RPO? Browns make that. What's that? On the RPO. Right. I yes. can't remember who caught it. It was what? It was it uh, Michael Carter? Woods. Michael it was Woods. Michael Woods, not Carter. With I don't know, make it up. A name. <laughs> but I, I will say, yeah, listen, and, and that's what we was looking for. Like yeah. we was looking for a couple throws, right? We, uh, you know, as we were talking about it in the, in, the, in the pregame show, I said, listen, the Browns and and everybody as as a fan were looking for a couple throws that just says, look, hey, he's different. His first game home, we just want a little hope. So that throw and a couple, I think Donovan Peoples-Jones caught one. It was an out route that he threw. Yep. That nice was play. beautiful. Yeah. And, 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 he had a uh, that out was to the left sideline of Cooper was an yeah. absolute dime. Yeah. And, and so those are the throws that can acclimate yourself with the fans. The fans, everybody was positive. They said, "Listen, we just want to see, we just want to see the, the John, Deshaun Watson look like the top ten guy that we thought he was." And I thought he had a, a, a you know, one, two, three of those those type throws today. And you know, I'm I'm excited. I thought for the fact, I'll give it up to the fans too. Shout out for y'all coming out and watching a game that pretty much didn't really matter. I thought it was a good atmosphere, a good crowd. And and I think that can build on that going into next week, which is going to be worse weather next week, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So a couple of things with Watson, real quick. The points still aren't there, and at the end of the day, that's what that's what that's what offense. Gotta have the points. Yes. Points. They only scored thirteen. I know they missed two field goals. They had opportunities. They have not put the ball in the end zone very frequently since Deshaun Watson's taken over as quarterback, and that is just a tad bit concerning to me in the grand scheme of things on the micro. I thought Watson played by far his best game today. He wasn't yeah. uh, he wasn't the elite Deshaun Watson from Houston two years ago yet. And keyword there is yet. But as G. Bush mentioned, Bull, as you said, we're seeing more and more glimpses into what no the doubt. full potential of Deshaun Watson in this offense can be. And I think from a fan perspective, from our perspective, those little nuggets, those little tidbits, those five to ten plays a game where you go, holy crap, Brissett can't do that. No other quarterback that's worn a Browns jersey in the last 20 years could make that throw under pressure, move around the pocket, right. deliver the ball on time with the right pace, with the right trajectory. Those little things are what is encouraging that as he continues to get these game reps, we'll see on a very consistent basis moving forward. If we were great, yeah, I think he's yeah. about to be. I think he's right in that B range, and we it's, gave him a D the first game, a C the yeah. second game, and a B. So he's making the – Well, I gave him an F the, the first right game, a C minus the second yeah. game, and a B. Yeah. By the way, guys, uh, it, it's funny. I'm sure you guys will agree with me. Like, you look at his numbers, right? They, he was 18 of 28, 161 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Like, I – if I hadn't looked at the numbers, I would have thought they were better than that. Because as yeah. you say, Mike, it felt like watching the game that that he did more than that. Yeah, and it's – the whole offense felt like they did more than that. And it, and I think the 13 points is what distorts it. Yeah. But they they did a lot of things. Hey, and by the way, be uh, DB Dog 21, how about J3 Sticks? Best game is Brown. We're going to talk about him, Denzel Ward, in secondary. Come Preston, up, I promise Preston's you. got a super hey, chat Preston, too. Yep, we got one too from Preston. What do you guys see from D4W as he continues his progress? Also, I love Perry on Winfrey. We're talking about Watson right now. I think we all agree he's yeah. making progress. He's still not fully back yet, but like you said, but we're seeing these little tidbits yeah. 
of insights into the Deshaun Watson, who we think could be the Browns full-time quarterback for the next decade. I think I think his leadership, G, is really starting to show. Like he, he seems just now again, I don't know this for sure. None of us know it just watching it on TV. But from watching it on TV, as much as you can know, it seems like he's like more adamant in the huddle and more. I feel like he's maybe I'm just trying to convince myself of this. I don't know if you guys saw it too. No. But it looked like he was more in command of that huddle today. Oh, definitely. And G definitely. Bush, one thing, one thing before you go. When he scrambled for that 19-yard third down that conversion, yeah. that, that little point thing, like yeah. that's kind of the Deshaun Watson We need his cockiness. We need and that also, cockiness. One thing, I, one thing I loved, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is – G. Bush, I know you played football as a basketball player. These are the little things that they don't show up in a box, box score. There's no stat for it. It makes a difference. When Brissett got the sneak, did you see the replay of Brissett running the high out the field and Watson yeah. coming on? Yeah. The high yeah. five and the general joy he had for his teammate yeah. coming in, making that play, not screw Stefanski for taking me out, not screw Brissett, this is my, like, the general joy love you each see other, on his like. face yeah. for Brissett getting in, doing what he was supposed to, and thank God they didn't throw another bomb. Thank God Stefanski. <laughs> That's like, all he had to do I'm last week. Right again. But no, <laughs> cool with it last I, week. I, I love seeing him and Brissett have that relationship. Like, it... It's really cool to see it. And once again, off the field, Deshaun Watson, I have no idea what it is. His teammates freaking love him. And that, that's really what matters. Man, you know, when, when you see that, and I think you, you bring up a good point, McNuggets. It's like you want to see a guy, you have to be able to play with that exuberance. I think the first two games he was kind of holding his breath like, all right, let me just get through it. Like first game was like, let me see if I can still take a snap. Second game was like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm in the game, but everything is still still pretty fast for me. But this game, you can start to see he's now able to, to, to really get into the flow of the game. And one thing that you always need to do, you got to be yourself on the field. And I remember watching him all the time in Houston and giving that feel like, okay, he's doing the celebrations. Like when you got a signature celebration in Madden, you got to do it. You yeah. gotta, you gotta let it go, yeah. like because right sometimes they 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 tell you and you like I just want to come back. I had a lot of allegations. There was a lot of things, and that kind of weighs you down a little bit. You almost scared to play, like you you like you want to play because you don't even want to seem like you're having fun. And LeBron said it best. He said, "Man, you know when I went to Miami, you know I was the villain. I tried to embrace the the villain, but that wasn't who I was. I, I was the player I was. I want to be happy. I want people to like me." And I think Deshaun Watson wants people to like him. And I think once he he heard the crowd cheer for him, he was like, you know what? Maybe everybody ain't, ain't against me. Maybe maybe they do want me here. And I think that's important for every athlete to hear. And I think it, it showed through uh, through his play on the on the field. And wait till wait till and it probably won't happen at least consistently till next year, guys. But wait till he gets back to being the player that he was. Like he was improved today. Yeah. This wasn't some spectacular game. He did a nice job. He didn't make any mistakes. It was good. It was in a big improvement for what we've seen the last, especially since week one that he came back. But wait till this guy by next year with a full offseason program and no more time <laughs> off and, and, and taking every rep in the preseason and taking every rep in OTAs and getting back his full. And you could see from like a physical standpoint, it feels like he's knocked off most of the rust. Like, his running looked sharper. He looked yep. quicker out there. And I just, like, wait, wait till – and hopefully the offensive line will be better and healthy uh, again at the beginning of next year. But wait, if that's the case and he gets back to that guy and uh, the progression he's made already makes – I already had 
but I was already 99.9% sure he would get back to that guy next year. Now I'm 99.99% sure that he's going to get back to that guy, and that's going to be really special. How good got- was it to see Nick Chubb get 100 yards with Deshaun Watson, right? He only had 99, like- G. He ended at 99. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, hey, <laughs> real quick, yeah. I got one super chat, and I got an analogy to throw at you. Uh, this is from Set Apart Lads. Wide receivers have to scramble when the play breaks down. That'll come with just learning how to play with Watson. I think that's just reps. Uh, G, I thought of this as you were talking. This, If it's not a great analogy, I apologize. This is off the top of my head. You know when you go play pickup? All right, we'll grade it. You know when you go play pickup basketball specifically with a new group of dudes mm-hmm. and, like, you, you, you don't want to be that guy at first, and you kind of just try to fit in in the first game. You just you cut, you pass. If you're wide open, you shoot, but you're not doing too much. Right. Second game, you, you feel a little more comfortable. You do a little more by the third or fourth game, then you're starting to play your game. Like you I know it's basketball, people around. but that's exactly what Deshaun Watson sees <laughs> like he did. That first game was just, let's get, let's get through it. I'm going to get my 60 minutes in. I'm going to get the snaps. Second game, and as Bull said today, he really thought he was more in command of the huddle, more in command of the offense. He was, I don't know if it was just the NFL Network audio, but you could hear him making audibles at the line, killing plays. And I'm not sure if he had that ability to do it to fancy's offense the first two weeks. But it just feels like now that he's getting more comfortable with everyone around him, we're just going to see him kind of open up his whole arsenal. And maybe we didn't see that against Houston and Cincinnati. I found, I, I found it really ironic that Rich Eisen was on this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like, thought the crew was, wasn't very good. I'll be honest. I, I, I was like, it was, got, it was like, I was like, ooh. Yeah. You got Rich Eisen and I was like, it was kind of like, they was kind of really tiptoeing around it. They really didn't want to like talk too much about it. They just wanted to say, hey, it's the Cleveland Browns and snowing against the Baltimore Ravens, right? So, I, but but I really felt like you, what you're saying when you're playing on that pickup game. By that third game, you have to tell yourself, "Hey, listen, I'm the guy." And, and as as one of the guys playing pickup basketball, and I played in varsity basketball, and I, I knew I wasn't going to play no basketball nowhere. I used to always be mad when we would be hooping, and the guys that was playing college ball or playing overseas wouldn't act like it. I'm like, bro, look, you play you play Division One. We out here, and it's nine to eight. We should not be out here nine to eight with yeah. Ron and the guys that's playing pickup basketball at, 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 at lunchtime with the fire department. We ain't supposed to have that. And I think that John, Deshaun Watson is starting to like maneuver and feel like, oh yeah, I am still elite. I still do yeah. got it, and I do need that that level of energy. And by the way, whether people know it or not, see, always remember. Either when you're playing a game, you're either going to step up or you're going to fall off. And I'll commend the defense for doing one thing. Y'all was looking crazy. The coaching staff was looking crazy. Y'all got smoked last week. But today, y'all acted like y'all wanted to play. I saw Denzel Ward act like he want to be somebody. Denzel Ward, you're not a regular player. Stop just acting like you regular. Like, I saw him jumping routes. That last pick he almost should have had, yeah. he was guarding somebody else. He said, oh, I see you staring him down. The one he dropped at the end was a much easier to play to make than the pick he actually made. Yeah. The interception, and I'm going to read the super chat. I want to talk about defense. I was going to pitch this to you, G. Uh, one more. Hey, Bull, Trouble only got 18 attempts, and we still won. I'm sick no, of that that's not true. He actually had 20 or 21, I think. I was counting the them. Chats. It's just but, hey, random. It's John random. Johnson the third. Yeah. was allergic to tackling early. He missed, like, four tackles on that first drive. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he turned into the John Johnson the third that the Browns thought they got when they acquired him from the Rams. Yeah, Denzel Ward played his best game. I don't know why the yeah Lakers they. I mean they ball. listen. In fairness, the Ravens passing game. I mean Tyler Huntley 
it hit I, I agree. The balls I don't know why the Ravens didn't run the ball 70 yeah. times. Like, I'm yeah. shocked they ever passed. Huntley had more passing attempts than Watson, which I know is a little unfair because of how they were playing in the fourth quarter. But still, yeah. credit where credit's due. Secondary held the team to three points. Yeah, this, the red zone defense, even in, in the run, the red zone def, uh, the, the run defense obviously stinks, but in the red zone, the Browns locked it down and st- somehow Justin Tucker missed two field goals. Maybe it would have been a different game. Who knows? But uh, uh, you never expect that for him to miss. When was the last time he missed two field goals in a game? I can't remember it. I can't. Yeah. I li- literally, it was, I can't it was remember almost two year, Four years ago to the day, they said. They should have you, you know, you know th- that's the thing. Um, when you got a quarterback, and, and I'll just keep saying this. When you do have a quarterback who you feel confident in, you could play a little freer as a defender, right? Because you feel like definitely true. I don't I don't gotta I don't gotta make every single play. Like I could take some gambles here or there. I can, you know what I'm saying? I could go for the football, I could go for a strip like John Johnson did. I could I could jump a couple routes like Denzel Ward did it. And you know, at the end, you know, we, we always say this, you know, Miles Garrett is I don't know how good you gotta be where People think you have a medium season. Like, people wouldn't say this is a great. I mean, the dude got almost 17 sacks. <laughs> he just, he got two more sacks or a sack and a half today. And by the way, the super chat, we did not. I thought Perion Winfrey, after they sat yeah. him down a little bit, Perion Winfrey has come along a little bit. He's and been Al- better. And Alex Wright. Week. And Alex Wright. And Alex Wright. So, you know, there's some things that they, they can be said for the defense and what they come along with. And, and and I'll give you this too, Bull. At some point, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm on the coaches a lot, yep. right? But at some point, as a player, you l- listen. No one no one knows who Lawrence Taylor's coaches is. That's Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who Reggie White's defensive line coach is. That's Reggie White. At some point, you either gonna make the plays that's gonna keep you in this league, or you not. And a lot of people don't. And you gotta you gotta say, look. If we want to be a great defense or I'm going to be in this league, you got to make plays. It ain't just about hanging out. It's about the plays. And they made plays today. I thought I thought a lot of people, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, John Johnson, I thought overall they made some plays today. And it showed because you got to win. Well, yeah, and you talk about it. Denzel Ward, that pick was a, just a phenomenal play. I mean, that was that is not an easy play to make. Not a lot of corners can make that play. And Miles Garrett, you know, we know he gets double teamed, what, 40% of the time, some ridiculous number. And I'm sure it got even worse when Clowney was out of the game. You know, he missed a lot of the game. But for him to get those two sacks on the final, like, that was it, right? At thir- When the Browns missed the two field goals, you're like, as a Browns fan, you get nervous. You're like, okay, we blew those two field goals. Now the Ravens are going to march down the field and score a touchdown. I don't know if they would have not or not, but Miles Garrett put an end to it with those two sacks. He sh- we always we're always asking him for to step up in those big moments. Well, he stepped up with the Ravens' last chance, and he shut the door on them. Yep, big time players make big time plays yep. in big time moments. And Miles and- Garrett, when the team needed it most, came yep. up and had those two sacks. Uh, Mark Kahn says, "Good game, D, but Joe Woods needs to be gone." Yeah, yeah I think I, we I all agree on that. At the end of the season, uh, he he won't be the defensive coordinator. But like I said, credit where credits due. They held the Ravens three points. Yep, and that's credit to Joe Woods. It's credit to the players. G. Bush, I love I love what you said about no one knows who Lawrence Taylor's coach was. No one knows who Reggie White's defensive line coach is. Coaching's part of the equation, but 
coaches can only do so much. It, yeah. A lot of it comes down, and we want to blame the coaches a lot more than they I think probably Belichick was blame. Lawrence Taylor's coach, but in general, I agree with My, you. But, and, I, and I think Bill Parcells was just a coach, yeah, too. That's but. True. Yeah, that's But in general, I, but I yeah. agree with your, your point in the big picture. <laughs> right. And I, right. You're, you're, I have no idea who Reggie White's defensive coach was. No, at all. I mean, um, he did have Buddy Ryan, though, but. Yeah, I mean, like, but listen. It, Dang, all, I'm just killing myself have, like, here. It, it, it's a combination, but right. the, the players. We as media and, and yeah. our show, especially not more than others, but our show too, you know, we, we put a lot of blame on the coach. That's the easiest person to point your finger at when, in totality, everything doesn't go right. In totality, yeah. it's the coach's fault, not an individual player. Because we could see all eleven guys they gave yeah. up 160 rush yards. We don't know exactly what the scheme was, the fit was, yada yada yada. So we just say, oh, it's the coach's fault. Players have to step up, and it's encouraging to see, as Tyvis said on Wednesday. We're going to find out who's here because they love football or who's here just to collect a check. Yeah. And it was encouraging. In a, in a game like this, with this weather, it's cold as hell. In a game that, frankly, like, for the Browns' perspective, didn't really matter. Like, you're yeah. technically still alive. There were a lot of empty seats. By the way, the Browns' yeah. playoff chances have got – what were they? I think they have more. 0.4. They are now up to 1%. There we go. My point exactly. So, credit, <laughs> to, the, credit to those dudes. And, and yeah. it wasn't a perfect game. But they didn't give up, and, and I have to, you know, give my utmost kudos to all those guys and guys that we've railed on all season. John Johnson the third punched the ball out. Like, that was a great freaking play. Denzel Ward's interception, yeah. great play. They had a couple guys on the defensive line who they couldn't stop the run. Yeah. But, like, they had a dude 57 on the defensive line. That's a center number. That's a center. <laughs> yeah. They had offensive line numbers on the defensive line today Back. with Left. Chase Winovich, and, and no wonder the Ravens were able to run on him. But give the secondary credit. They they made a bunch of tackles when they needed yeah. to, and at the end of the day, they bet they didn't break, and that's all you can ask for. And it's, G, a, quick, you, it, it's a quick story. Like yeah, go ahead. there's a guy like at Texas A and M. My, my our defensive coordinator. This is a great thing about college. Like you can go from Ohio to Texas A and M. Our our court our, our defensive coordinator was Tim DeRuder. He was oh, at Air no Force. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tim, me and Tim, me and Tim DeRuder used to go all back and forth all the time. He left from OU, and then he eventually coached a guy named Von Miller. And I heard him talking about it, and he used to say this all the time at OU. We had one of the best um, run defenses at OU. We couldn't stop the pass, but we would hang our head on the run. You're not going to run on us. And he said, you know, sometimes you can call a call, right? And a linebacker can make a call, or or we make a call in the huddle. He said, but, you know, sometimes when you when you out there playing the game, you got to make your defensive coordinator right. And he might call a play. Where it's it, you completely is outgunned, outnumbered, and it's not a good play to be in. But somebody, the special people, make plays even when it's a bad call. So you should make each other right. Sometimes you gonna make a play, and he said Von Miller was one of the best guys in the world at making me right because he ran the same defense at OU, and he did at Texas A&M, and. We we you would think that you wouldn't have that much production because we were a run stopping defense. He just took that to Texas A&M, and it just goes to show you you got a special player. No matter what they call it, if you making plays, everything gonna look right. So sometimes it's about making your teammates look good and your coach look good, looking good because you're making plays. That's what it's about. By the way, G, you mentioned Perry and Winfrey before. We often give the Browns a hard time, deservedly so, because it seems like there's no accountability. We've talked about that a lot. With Perry Winfrey, there was, right? They did yep. bench him. They made him inactive, and it looks like that worked, right? They Because he has played much better uh, 
since he's come back to your point there. And, and we, we do need to see more of that in this organization, but I think the bottom line, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a struggle. It was ugly, but every win in the NFL is a good win. I, I don't believe there's anything, any such thing as a bad win, by the way, we got to, for a minute, talk about what happened in that Vikings-Colts game. Before we do that, Paul, wow. can I say one thing? <laughs> wow. I want to remind, hey, we got almost 1,300 people in here. We nice. appreciate everyone tuning in to the post-game show. It's, we do this every after every Browns win, loss, tie, draw, whatever. We are here Ooh, hanging out with you guys. We just want to say thank you. Uh, if you could, do us a favor. Hit that like button. Subscribe. We have membership tiers for some extra content. On the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, if you you find it in yourself to you know want to help us out and get that extra content, we'd love for you to become a member. But please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and help us uh, free get that That's like free. Up. Yeah, so we appreciate it, guys. Bull, we'll talk about the yeah. Colts game at the end because I also all right won some good money on that. Mind just like blowing. I won some good money Mind on this. Mind blow. <laughs> like let's talk no. about Cade York though, real quick. I know we touched on it yeah. earlier, but it's gonna be a big story coming out of this. He missed the two kicks. The one he shanked badly from the same spot that Justin Tucker shanked a kick. The longer one also was wide right, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Whatever it was, he missed two kicks. Uh, and in the chat, if you see everyone going through, it's Cade York's probably the number one name we've seen in here. But I'll start with you. I, I know you understand the importance of a kicker, and you don't love kickers because you want to go for it more often than most. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you just plainly, when should the general consensus start to worry about Cade York? I mean, I think you got to be a little concerned about him already. I'm not going to cut him because they drafted him high for a reason. I don't like drafting kickers, but they did. And he hasn't been good enough. I mean, that's the bottom line. He is he is on the season. He is 22 of 30. I mean, guys, we can't 22 of 30 is, is terrible. Is that 70%? Uh give or take. Give or okay. take. Um that's bad. Now, a lot of kickers, there are some kickers that struggle as rookies, but the last kicker we saw, the reason it's a little pretty concerning, I think part of it is well, the last rookie kicker that was drafted high was Evan McPherson last year, and he made like 15 kicks in the playoffs. You know, like that guy was money. Uh, he's missed a few more this year, but still. Now, I, I can't move on. I'm, I, as much as I, I love to j- bust Jay's balls about kicker, that's what it is, just busting balls. Uh, I still think Cade York has a chance to be a really good kicker, despite all my comments about it. Uh, and I, w- I would keep him. I would not cut him now, and I would definitely have. But if he's kicking 70% again next year, uh, we can't have that. Yeah, We can't. At this point, they have a 1% chance to make the playoffs. I'm not trying to find another kicker now. But next year, I can't. He can't do We're not going to wait forever. You know, this is not 1987 where we're waiting six years for a guy. Uh, he's got to turn it. A, a kicker's got to got to be good by year two, or we're done with it. Now he made that great field goal in week one, but uh, you know, I mean, th- think about this. He so in, in week one, right? He made he made four field goals, including that game winner. Since that first game, he has made 18 of 26. Yeah. That is that's sixties, yeah. That's sixty. I'm sorry. Right? Uh, uh, wait, wait. Eighteen of twenty. No, uh, yeah, that's right. He was four. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he's twenty-two of thirty. So eighteen of twenty-six. That's yeah. bad. G. Bush, thoughts on yours? Um, for me, I've always thought about it about it like this. 
you you when you come into Cleveland, Cleveland has a built-in, and we talked. I was talking to Bernie about this. Cleveland has a built-in uh, a home field advantage. Like you saw today, Justin Tucker missed field goals. You saw how difficult it is to throw the football. I mean, Hundley didn't look like he was great today. These are the type of games and matchups where you say, when you have a team coming in and coming off the road, they're not going to be able to throw the ball. It's going to be tough sliding on the ground if you can get a good defense that, that stops people. And you can see how difficult it is to kick in Cleveland. I mean, I was out there today, and I was like, one second, the wind is coming this way. The next second, it's like coming this way. The the the, the plant, and, and the fact that you also have to give it this into consideration as well, it's a natural field. So you don't know if it's going to be wet. You don't know if it's going to be dry. It could be divots. You got to use that to your your advantage. But unless you are able to perform in those in those climates and, and in those field conditions, you can't say it's a home field advantage. It's a crapshoot. Right. So you need a kicker that's going to hit everything. You need a punter that's going to be able to gr- grab the football and punt it. And you need a quarterback that maybe they ain't throwing for 300, but you do like Deshaun Watson today, no turnovers, no all of the completed passes, and you got a, a strong running game. Unless Kate York can do that, you, you, it's kind of you know it's it's hit or miss here. Like like Bull said, if you get drafted as a kicker, you got drafted year two, you got to be money. Yeah, running backs get drafted in the first round, you better be good off bat. Yeah, we ain't got no time to be waiting on that. So he's gonna have to figure it out. And I don't know too many people. Why don't they just bring Phil Dawson in? Like why don't they just have like him just be here? Like. Why, why, Jason's why? brought that up before, G. The Ravens are the only team in the league that have a designated, specifically designated kicking coach. Like, he's just a kicking coach. No other team in the league has it. Maybe that's part of the reason Justin Tucker's so good. Uh, I'm with you guys on York, though. I, I think it's way too early to write him off completely. The one thing I do worry about, kicking is half mental as much as it is physical. And I just need to make sure, and we won't know till next year, how's York going to deal with these misses? And now, after being coronated, Lethal Weapon Three, the King, the King of York. No, I mean, not, we did it too. We yeah. made Anthony made that poster. He was on the high of the high, and he is yeah. now sunk in low. We're gonna see how he uh, how he's gonna do it. This is from uh, the Cleveland M. Turner family. Cleveland is my name. That's legit, and so are the Browns with Watson. The clickbait is too clean with the game paint. No idea what that means. Thanks. Uh, I don't know if that was a, a battle rap bar or oh, I was confused. I was reading it myself. I didn't know, really know what to say, but. Salute to you for the nine ninety nine super chat, brother. We appreciate you. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Speaking of, uh, speaking of raps, DJ Hazmat's debuting his Ravens W song on the show Tuesday. Nice. And join us. Love uh, it. G Bush, we got to go back to the barbershop with him. We got. I, we have to go back. I'll put that picture in there. Put it in you there. You didn't even tell me. I'm not. I'm gonna save the story for Tuesday. I got a great story for y'all. Save on Tuesday. it. Save, we gonna save. Yeah, it, right? yeah, Hazmat, but Hazmat <laughs> is gonna DJ Hazmat. If you don't know his post game raps. Well, I know maybe you could do a rap battle with Hazmat. That'd be great content. I'm in. I'm in. But, but uh, he's going to debut his song for this game on the show on Tuesday. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, All right. We're going to talk uh, Colts, Vikings in a sec. Let's wrap up this part of the show, though. Um, but I'll start with you. We said it earlier. A dub's a dub. Watson yeah. played better. Chubb almost got 100. Wasn't perfect. But a win's a win, and there's nothing – no such thing as a bad win. How quickly – or – 
how much momentum or, or how do the Browns take what they did today, what they did well today, yeah, move it forward, and then end the season so we enter this offseason, even without a first-round draft pick, feeling pretty good about the perspective of this team heading into 2023. Well, I think, you know, you look at the next three games, and they're all teams like the Ravens that want to run the ball. And they're all teams like the Ravens that will struggle to pass the ball. I mean, the, the three quarterbacks you're facing in the final three weeks are, I assume, Andy Dalton, unless Jameis is back in there. It, it's, a, it's a crime that Andy Dalton still starts, yeah. by the way. And then, it, then it's going to be, yeah. uh, what's his name, Taylor Heineke after that. And then, uh, I guess, Trubisky. I don't know if Pickett will be back or Pickett's hurt. Trubisky's playing this week. Could be. Our old friend, the great Gazoo Mason Rudolph, in that game, for all we know. So you're not facing any good quarterbacks the rest of the way. And so you're facing teams that, at, not to mention, the Browns again today couldn't stop the run, at least between the 20s. So that teams are going to try to attack the Browns the same way. And so hopefully the defense can play as it did today. Great in the red zone, great pass defense. None of those teams are big threats, as I said, in the passing game. So... Hopefully, they, I, I said they'd go 3-1 and one down the stretch. If they go 4-0, and oh, they'll finish over 500. We know they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, but I, I do think you can build. The, the key is getting Deshaun Watson comfortable and ready for the offseason to have a big year next year. That's the key. G. Bush, before you go, let me read the Super Chat. This is from Tommy Gallucci. What a great last name. I think I said it right. Gallucci? We all in agreement mm-hmm. with how he said Probably, probably, yeah. Watson embraced the cold, had fun, found a way to win, and Kevin ran the ball. Winter is coming, but there's a lot to look forward to. That's right on what we're talking about, G. Bush. So take that's, it away. That, that's where you want to go. Um, and like we said before, you just want the mojo. I, I think, and we always have to remind ourselves, you, you know, I don't like to say, okay, it all it's all depending on what we thought before the season. But when we heard he got 11 games, everybody on our panel, multiple people said, what is it, 8, 9, 9, and 8? You know, somewhere somewhere in that range, nobody had it anywhere. I thought that's the only two numbers and records I, I heard of. Um, but if you can get to a point where you end over 500 and you go into the offseason, because you got to think about it, they ain't even really running no specialized playbook. They don't got no plays that he want to run. They ain't even got on the whiteboard and talked about what different plays. And and, and this team, and I talked to Daryl Ryder about it, um, and, and Daryl, I said, look, man, you, you know, this team don't even really have the pieces to part yet. They don't even like for what they where they want to go. They need some more pieces, right? But it's always good to get some wins while you're on the road to finding some pieces. Like forget all that losing while you you figure it out. It's always better to win and then figure that out on the backside. So I think the great thing about it is they're playing three teams in which they want to win, and you got an opportunity. To, to be like, hey, we got a great quarterback and we want to see him ascend and get better and better each week. And if he could throw for over 300 yards and, and, and put some points on the board and, and you know, in some of these later games, awesome. But as long as, long as he putting up these wins and, and, and dubs, we're going to take them wins and, and dubs and watch how this translates. Be truthful. I was watching it today. I said, man, I don't care who put quarterback in the Ravens. They nine and four. They got nine wins, and they was trying to chase somebody. They wanted that win. They needed it. And, it, and, needed and it. we got it. They didn't. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I got two super chats real quick. Uh, AP Wave says, McNuggets becoming elite when it comes to pacing, keeping the topics and show moving. Props to you. Oh, yeah, let's go Browns. Appreciate it, AP Waves. And then this is from the Cleveland M. Turner family. Again, Deshaun 
in the mirror game day eye paint was fire. That was a picture the Browns tweeted out pregame. I think the uh, the one big takeaway for me before we talk about Colts here and that collapse is how much one player can change everything for a team. As dumb as it sounds, how one player can change everything. And Watson comes in, and you could say they're not related. I choose to believe they are. I, I genuinely do. The defense seems to be playing harder. Dudes in the second day are stepping up and making plays. And this is not a shot at Brissett. This has nothing to do with Kobe Brissett. But this Browns team knew that they were going to go as far as Deshaun Watson can take them, and he is their franchise quarterback. He's the one that yeah. they have to get on, not, not on their good graces, but to see everyone else kind of come together and try and capitalize on this six-game opportunity with Watson at quarterback. Yeah. But I will say, Mike and G, that to me, it's more important for Deshaun Watson to continue to get better than even the wins. Oh, I agree. Because, totally agree. Because – in the long run, like the the way you beat the Texans, like you can't, the Browns can't win games like that, and that's an anomaly because that was the first game and he was so awful. But you 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 can't win games like that regularly. Like that's not going to happen. So I I to me, yeah, I want the Browns to keep winning games, but most importantly, I want to see Deshaun Watson continue to get better. So far, every game he's got, he's taken a step, and there's more steps to take, and I'm looking forward to watching him. And that's the encouraging part. That yeah. I think, I mean, let me ask you guys this real quick. Then we'll move on. I just thought of this. And we'll, we'll talk about this on the show, too. Yeah. Was Watson today, the, take the numbers out. What you yeah. saw from Watson today, was that better than Brissett played at all this season? Um, no, no. I, I think I, I think Jacoby, he, Watson is now equal to, to the level of play. Where Joe, remember we said we, all Watson had to do was get to the level where Jacoby Brissett was playing, and they could win. And I think today he, he eclipsed that. Last week, he had a big turnover that really he threw the ball late down the middle on a deep over route that cost him. Um, there was a couple of things where he missed some receivers. Today, he didn't miss those receivers. Today, he didn't hold the ball too long. Today, he ran when he could have. He got him in the right place when they had, a, a, you know, bad numbers up front during certain calls. So I think right now he's playing at the level where Jacoby is playing. Now, what you expect is an elite player that his progression is going to be even better. Yeah. Next week, He's going to make throws Jacoby can't make. He's going to do some things Jacoby can't do. And if you do that, you're definitely going to be in the, in the building to win in some football games. So I think he's right where he's at right now. Now, my expectation for Deshaun Watson is so sky high that I can't. Now, this, uh, Jacoby Brissett, at his best, we saw a couple of times this year, is equivalent or even a little better than what Deshaun Watson played today. I agree with G. Uh, but that's why you have Deshaun Watson, because this is far from his best. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it just felt really good because it was better than what we've seen. And Brown, it's going to be wild next year because Browns fans have never seen great quarterback play. No, and, and, that, and that's why they've I seen to it in a game or two, a couple, you know, here and there. But they've never seen consistent great play from a quarterback. And I think next year we'll see that for the first uh, time. Last thing, and I promise we will talk to Colts. Yeah. We saw a bunch of this is from Preston Herring. The white face masks have to stay. Those are the rules. That's true. I like the I like the uniforms today, guys. I, I thought that was a really, really. I know, boy, you you didn't like the helmets on Twitter or whether or not. No, you I was just busting chops. I don't care. Um, but they I, look good. I they the actually look really clean. I mean, if this if this means that they're gonna open the floodgates to do some different stuff, the white face masks are cool, but I need more than that. Give me some alternates, man. Where are all white helmets at? Where they at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Greenshield says, "How bad do we need a deep threat receiver this off season?" It's the one thing missing from this offense. Uh, I'd be shocked if they didn't try to address that. 
but it may it may be running back with Anthony Shorts. We'll see. No. Uh, Jeff Jeff Saturday no longer Jeff Saturday. You just got to call him Jeff. I don't think you could put his name no. Saturday in there after blowing a thirty three point lead on a Saturday in the NFL. I think Bull. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and then I'll let you guys run with it. This whole Jeff Saturday experiment is a bigger indictment on how bad Josh McDaniels is as, as a head coach than it has had anything to do with Jeff Saturday himself. I'll leave it at that. Well, I mean, that's part of it. And, like, see, when you when you do something new, there's always a little momentum, right? Like, everybody's like, wow, Baker, Baker. Yeah, because it, 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 there was no playbook. It was just, let's go out there and play ball. But then when you got to sit and, pra- and learn for a week and actually do the things that other coaches or quarterbacks do – then you get come back to reality. That's what we've seen with Saturday. That's what I expect we'll see with Baker on Monday. We'll see if he plays well. I'll give him credit, but uh, yeah, I mean this. After week one, there were people flat out embarrassing themselves. Look at Jeff Saturday. He brings emotion. He doesn't need analytics. Flat out embarrassing themselves, and he has been a disaster. The worst choke in the history of football. The biggest blown lead. You're up thirty-three to nothing, and you and lost. The way, they the 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 Vikings didn't really score till like eight twenty-four left in the third. Insane. They was losing like thirty-three nothing in the third. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like at that point in time, all you need to do is get some first downs, bro. You don't even need to like score no points. All you need to get you a six-minute drive, dog. Get you a five. Take five minutes off the clock. Bro, that's that's crazy, man. Like, like that's that's one of those things where, yeah, that just goes to show you some either a coach or a player has to stand up and be like, "Look, we're not about to do this. We we're not about to do this." Like, there was there has been so many times that they, there was an opportunity for somebody to make a play, and they just didn't do it. They just didn't. Like, the score, guys. The score was thirty. The score was thirty six to seven. Till about till a minute nineteen to go in the fourth quarter. Thirty six. They were still up. They were up twenty nine points. Yeah, sorry. They were up twenty nine points with seventeen minutes to go in the game. Oh no! Somebody got to go. Absurd. Somebody got to go. He's the He ain't going now. You got to like he. He's gonna last it out. But it. It's almost unfathomable how many things have to go wrong in consecutive order to blow a row. 33-point lead in an NFL game in the half. Like, and so the, many things have to happen. And the Vikings got screwed on a bad call, too, where they would have won a regulation. Two of them. Yeah. Two of that's them. That's true, too, yeah. And they still found a way. And shout-out to Kirk Cousins on my fantasy team. Nice uh, <laughs> yeah. nice garbage time points there that, that really helped me By out. By the way, guys, so, how many how many Vikings fans do you think left that game at halftime? A lot. Gone. Right? A lot. Plethora. Oh, my God. Can you Multiple. imagine being a that, Vikings fan and you left at halftime? That uh, that crowd was popping, popping by the end of the game though. And uh, the oh, board game, God. Maelstrom says Eisen was terrible. Kept saying Watson was two zero oh, and two. He was one and one heading into the game. I did catch that mistake. I'm not I, Watson. Uh, <clears throat> Eisen's, you know, excellent at what he does, but he's not a play by play guy. He it's so yeah. unnatural for him every time he does it. I was I was straight up surprised they put him on the game. Like I was too. He was very outspoken. NFL Network very, doesn't really have guys. I mean, but he was super. Out, this dude said he couldn't watch Deshaun Watson no more. He yeah. said, I don't know how this guy does not get a, a year suspension and why is he still in the league, bro? Like, I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, I get it. Like, 
And here's the thing, too. Like, we, we have Aditi on all the time. Aditi is very careful in what she says in terms of different things during the game week. Yeah. Whether or not, because here's the thing. She might have to go in them locker rooms and, and do the sideline reporting, right? She's like Robert Smith. Very, she, he like, well, I'll, I'll tell you how it is. He get more personal with Ohio State or college, but when it comes to these games, he really don't do it like that because everybody is looking at you like, okay, well, let me see what you're gonna say. But you like, is you gonna have in depth analysis? Are you gonna be a? And, and trust me, I understand. You walk a very fine line of being opinionated and being a play by play guy. Trust me, I ask these dudes all easy. the time. Not it's easy. not no. easy. I'm like, I'm an opinion guy straight up. They're never gonna call me to be like, hey. G. Bush, man, go interview somebody. That'd be one of the worst interviews you're going to see. I'm going to be asking questions you shouldn't ask. But at the end of the day, yeah, it was kind of awkward. Um, I thought they would have put somebody else on the game. No, not and like, you know, I like Rich Eisen, what he does, man. He's one of the dudes I watched on SportsCenter. But I was just kind of surprised they had him really doing the, the, the commentating for this game. Last thing before we wrap, Bull. It yeah. is now Victory Sunday in Cleveland. How are you going to spend your Sunday? Uh, well, at 4.30, I'll be watching the Bengals and the Buccaneers. There you go. At, at 1 o'clock, I'll, be, I'll just watch random football, whatever. I'll probably watch the red zone at 1 o'clock. It's not, I'm in two playoff fantasy matchups. Neither is <laughs> off to a good start because I had, I had Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson in one league, and neither had a great fantasy game. Right. So and I me had too. Me DPJ too. in another game league. He did okay. Had the touchdown, but didn't do much else besides that. So, but I also had Brandon Ayuk, and he didn't do anything on Thursday. No. So, so I'll be just Gee, watching football. Your all day. Victory Sunday, and probably, you know, me and we the game don't stop for nobody. I probably got another blog coming out. Hey man, make make sure y'all go check it out, man. Hey, hey, listen, listen, hey, hey, uh, you know, day in the life of a hustler is out. Volume one is out. Volume two is dropping tomorrow. We're gonna be talking about it. it's a day in the life. I'll show you what I do after the Ultimate Cleaver Sports Show, how I upgrade my stuff, how I go do my speaking engagements. So we still working, bro. Is that what Rashad was shooting that one day? Nah, that was that that that's the barbershop. We finishing the barbershop tour too. He coming next week. We're gonna finish that up on the 29th. So we yeah. always working though. I, I and you can you can see behind the scenes of how G Bush do his clothing line, man. I so like check it. that out. First episode is out there right now. And of course, it's gonna be a fantasy, big fantasy game. Right now, it, it, are we in the playoffs over no, to next, ultimately? Next week. This, this week will determine if I'm doing stand-up or if Anthony's doing stand-up. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. really matters. Next week is the playoffs. Next week is the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm in the playoffs in two other leagues, so I'm going to be watching the game. Hang, I don't know. My wife might be having me do something. I don't, you know, I don't be home like that, so she might be yeah. having me do random that's stuff. True. So it's all love, though. I'll be way, watching I, the game, always, so I'm, I'm going to get lunch tomorrow. I'll hit you guys up. Maybe we get lunch tomorrow watching football before Yeah, the good idea. Yeah. I'll come out yeah. for lunch. Yeah. And if anyone wants to join us in the chat, Maybe we'll invite the people. We'll invite Some of these people, people, but no, the nice people, yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah, for so getting right. out of my chores. Make sure y'all hit that like <laughs> button. Subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We are Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. Got all your post-game stuff. The Cavs are playing right now. I got to go turn that game on and check I'm out. I was at that. the game last night. Electric atmosphere. Donovan Mitchell is so special. If y'all haven't seen him in person yet, Boy, get your ass in Rocky Field House. He is how so good. How is getting tickets like this? He's always know. at the Cavs game. Here, two seconds. You got all these connections already. Well, no, but these are all Emerson. He's hanging out with Hayden Grove. He doesn't now. invite us when he hangs out with Hayden. No, nah, we we court side. <laughs> we don't get listen. Don't forget about your peoples, bro. Listen, no, this is another Emerson connection that works for the Pacers. <laughs> so I've yet to pay for tickets. Shout out to the people I know in the NBA. Y'all the best. We will see you guys on Monday. See ya. Good one.